Brother Edison. Good morning, I'm here. Yay. I'm live and direct. <laughs> from... Bless you. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's such an honour to have you on the show. Um, it's been a little bit of a, a bit of a time, but when it you come has. on, you always deliver. So I know that we're going to have a great time. And when people heard that you were coming on the show, it was like, oh my God, you know, Brother Edison. <laughs> so you've got, you know, people are excited about you. Yeah. So really excited. And, um, Without any further ado, just please, just a brief intro. People know about you, but just in case someone's listening who hasn't heard um, your work, please just share a little bit about the person behind all this wisdom. The man behind the mask. That sounds rather (laughs) posh, doesn't it? Um, No, okay. Uh, My name, Edison Kanji. I... I uh, run a company called um, Ancestral Essence. Uh, we have dedicated ourselves to try and simplify the African spirituality, the African science more importantly, and find a way in which we can have people come back to one their own natural sense of spirituality if you're African or uh, of Caribbean or what have you descent and for everyone else to be fair because um, everything starts at home and the first home was Africa and the first place of all religions and traditions were Africa so we're trying to take everyone back to the beginning um, we've been doing that for close on five six years now we've been running courses i've got my page on facebook i've got my website ancestralessence.com where we're advertising a new course coming up in october um but yes you know we generally keep busy trying to demystify all the things that people are kind of scared of um but there is really no need Uh, it's the most simplest tradition complex only in the sense that you have to break up your complex beliefs to be free to understand it but other than that no it's really just as they say uh, a sense of love from parent to child because our aim is always to connect you to your ancestor uh, and then your ancestors that uh, your grandparents and what have you can carry on the relationship looking after their grandchild and that's all we're doing you know brother edison you know just love talking to you about these topics i can talk to you for hours and we have done in the past we have (laughs) (laughs) um how important is it for people for for us to have people over on the other side guiding us you know because we're here in this we're trapped in these bodies and you know, we've got this world with all these different things being thrown at us. How important is it for us to tap into, you know, the, the resources of our ancestors on the other side? Well, let me put it this way. You can't do anything without your ancestors being involved. It's like you can't breathe without air. Yeah. Or you can't survive without air. Even though air is a form of water... But the body can't survive without oxygen. So your body or your mind or your consciousness or your life can't really work without your ancestors being involved. In every thought you have, you have to discuss it with someone. 
So your ancestors are in every discussion that you have, every choice that you make. You have to have an internal sort of dialogue and gain almost permission from yourself to be able to engage in the things that you're going to do. But this isn't yourself that you're speaking to. It's something else and someone else. So your ancestors have been there. All we're really trying to do is help you identify who you're speaking to so that you can essentially get a better relationship and they can eventually start to teach you who you really are. Yeah, so you kind of... Which, again, when I say who you are, people still get confused because they think of themselves as the body <laughs> and they find it pretty difficult to separate it from because all their effort, all their energy goes into maintaining that body. Um, but as you get older, you start to realize your body can be disobedient. <laughs> and as such your body becoming disobedient then you realize that how could something that is you disobey you yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. it's a misnomer isn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah so um i want to go through the um 10 weeks with you just a little summary but before okay. before we go there um i know we were talking about how emotions, how our traumas, traumatic emotions, um, emotional, you know, baggage can actually block our, you know, way on the journey, you know, on our journey to our soul's purpose. Um, Can you talk on that a little bit? Um, Of course. Um, You're going to have to help me out a little bit when we talk, (laughs) only because it's such a vast subject. And what I've come to understand as we delve deeper into the whole spiritual phenomenon is that a lot of people come to spirituality to deal with their emotional trauma. Mm. They've tried everything. Mm. Been to all the psychologists, been to the pastors, mm-hmm. been to the elders, been to whoever, and they're just trying to get some peace from internal sort of misdemeanors, internal sort of unwanted dialogue in their mind, feelings of inadequacy, feelings of lack of love, feelings of just trying to now fight for yourself because once upon a time you couldn't. And a lot of people turn up with these issues and thoughts and feelings and use spirituality or the concept of deeper understandings to somehow fix these things. But the issue is, we are very good at separating ourselves to different walks of life. I, who you are at work is not who you are at home and who you are in the relationship. And they can all be separate. So your spirituality, personality could be totally different from your work personality and your relationship personality. And those other two can be quite damaged. You're a brilliant spiritualist. But the rest of you is not very good. Oh, it's not yeah. as you would like it. And you're trying to fix the other two with the spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. which can have you really focusing a bit too much on the spiritual, thinking that as long as I'm good with this and good with that, it's going to fix the other problems. It's not necessarily going to do that. 
unless you go about using your spirituality to fix your internal issues, not just hoping mm -hmm. it's a wonderful distraction and it just does it all for you. That doesn't work, I'm afraid. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree with you on that, Bhav Edison. Um, I do think people sometimes feel they have to do something to become spiritual and they don't realise that that is the essence of who, who we are. And exactly. um, all this stuff, that we're carrying around is the stuff that we're supposed to work on. That's the work. That's where the work lies. And when you, when you, when you work on yourself, when you work on that your emotional self, then you know it's so much easier to enjoy the fruits of the spirit. Thank you. It's not even a task. You naturally become clear in your mind and in your thoughts. You're able to pick up things that otherwise. Um, people would find abnormal and crazy or supernatural. These things will pop into your head because you haven't got other thoughts in the way. So this increases your capacity for what people call spiritual, but really it's just a deeper understanding of yourself and what you're capable of. But many a time, there's a lot of trauma, a lot of wounds that are in the way that are sort of blocking people from being able to connect to themselves as they really would like. Absolutely. So what I want to ask you, anyone mm. wanting to do the course, because I, I, I'm sure that, you know, so especially with lockdown and the COVID-19, mm. so many people are looking to, you know, help themselves and be part of, you know, spiritual courses and what have you. So what would you say, what would be the best thing what sort of mindset is, is yeah what sort of mindset should people come with to get started in this wonderful 10-week course that i know has been very successful <laughs> over the years that's right um we're grateful because we've tried hard to make it so um in truth all you ever need to come to with is a curiosity there's always a certain type of person that ends up on the course. So I never need to worry because it's one of those scenarios where people, when it's their time, they will get that calling from inside to be there, to be amongst us going through it. Their ancestors would have told them, I think you should go over there. I think you should go and find this person. I think you should go and engage in this course. We've been trying to find ways to communicate with you. And this is the easiest and quickest way we can find that can at least leave you with some sort of background and platform to be able to communicate with us. So it's almost like um, when their mind is ready, their ancestors will show them the way. And they will they will end up there and they will come with whatever story or version of reality that they believe. And our aim is always to speak to that hidden part of themselves, that character that they know that they have within them that just wants to be spoken to, that just wants to be told that, you know what, you're allowed to come out. You don't have to be worried about the money or worried about this aspect or that aspect of your life all the time. You're bigger and more than that. It's time for you to see all the different sides of yourself. And they're the kind of people that will be drawn or brought to it. As far as education, past experience, none of that is relevant. In fact, people that have 
so much experience before can come with those doctrines. Right. And those doctrines can mess you up in the sense that you keep saying, I read, I was told, <laughs> I believe, I studied, yeah. Uh, yeah. I studied. <laughs> and as soon as you're coming up with all those references, you're speaking about what other people have said to you, mm-hmm. not what you said to yourself well, or you understand yeah. about yourself. So when we ask you to get rid of all those ideas and start to approach yourself, what do you do? You'll be looking for doctrine to give you an answer how to move. And we really want you to have a real internal experience with yourself. So you're no longer operating in doctrine. You're coming straight at yourself, inside yourself, and you're digging out the gold that has always been there, that has been buried inside, that was just waiting for the right reason to show itself. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, literally, what, what you're saying, people will come with all this stuff and as the weeks go by, as the, you know, as the information transforms them so that, you know, they're letting go, because that's what this is all about from what I'm hearing. It's mm-hmm. like they're letting go to receive the ancestors the answer is always there, but they now can yes. hear, they now can connect, they can now feel the connection, whereas with all the baggage, it was like it was distorting the connection. 100%. There was such a great distortion because ultimately everyone is trying to fix mm-hmm. a problem they don't have mm-hmm. and they didn't create, mm-hmm. which is their story outside. I mean, you can spend your whole life trying to fix the world Mm. and you can't achieve it. Go ahead. No, you know, I I totally agree with what you're saying. It sounds, it's very exciting. And I know, you know, so many people who've been on your course have been transformed and, you know, they've, they've, because, I mean, this is the thing. People have actually started their own, you know, um, spiritual practice through doing your course. Is that not right, Brother Edison? People have taken on their aspects, and this is what I would prefer, because we're not trying to um, entrap. Well, how do you say? The only thing I can give you is yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing I want to do is awaken an aspect of you that, so that you can recapture and be shown the legacy of your family. So we can't give you. We can only give you our experience and take you to the point where you're now in such strong communication with your own ancestors that you can effectively start to take from the history of the things that they were involved with and what they did. And then, of course, from that perspective, you're totally within your rights to go ahead and set up whatever situation you want to sit And I welcome it because there's not enough of us out there trying to how to be better. There's a lot of people that want to give you doctrine and tell you you've got to pray to this and pray to that and have a picture of this and have a picture of that, which, again, all of these things are fantastic, but they take the power away from you and put them in ideas that you essentially can't um, relate to on the end, on the inside. There's a reason why they say you're in church and they say pray and then you close your eyes. Why do you close your eyes when your idea of God is in the sky? Yeah, closing your eyes. Yeah, that, to go just close your eyes. Yeah. 
exactly. Yeah. If you subconsciously know that that energy that you're supposed to be trying to access is within you. Mm-hmm. So you looking up at the sky, there's nothing up at the sky. Nothing. You can look there till the cows come on. All you're looking at is your own mind, your own imagination. There's nothing there. You need to close your eyes and invert those eyes. So instead of them looking at the image that you created, go look at the images that are of, of different dimensions that exist within you. That's what you need to go focus. That's what you need to go and look at. When we close our eyes and we, we open our internal eyes inside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I say about the people who's come on your course and the, the, the sort of wonderful things they're doing, because... That's the thing, you're raising up leaders, but you're raising up leaders who have got the information within them. It's, it's you're unlocking, you're helping them to unlock, you know, their, their hidden gifts, their hidden guidance from their own um, ancestors. And that's really powerful and, and very, um, you know, very generous of you to do that. Because not, not, many, not many teachers like to do that. <laughs> no, you're supposed to empower people. Not to disempower them, mm-hmm. not to give them a belief that sort of restricts them to this energy now disposing favor on them, mm-hmm. depending on what they give them. This is worship, and the concept of worship not doesn't make sense when you realize that you are the creator of your reality. So you worship in another image or an idea. How can that give you what it is that you want? Because the biggest trick of all is that you want to see change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Well, all you're praying for is the visual image of the thing that you created in your imagination. Mm-hmm. That, which is the illusion. Yeah. And then whatever you see is a creation that is taking place inside your own mind. So, therefore, what you want to see change is the image you created in your own mind. Mm-hmm. Sounds crazy, but in effect, you're just ever all you're ever trying to do is just impress your own self. Mm-hmm. Mm. Indeed. Wow. Indeed. So, Brother Edison, what I'd yes. like to do is get to the meat of things. So, this okay. course starts on the 4th of October. That's um, right. Sorry. It's on a Sunday. Uh-huh. It's 1 pm till 5 pm. Approximately, and it's on. It's a, it's a Zoom. Yeah, Zoom it's class. A Zoom thing. So, Anyone's been on any of my classes, they know that we are terrible <laughs> when it comes to um, time. Um, I mean, over. Okay. I don't oh, mean wow. under. So I don't ten, mean under. So five PM four, might four not hours be the time. Was really an estimate. <laughs> it was just an estimate. Anyone that's been to my class, that they know that they we did a course the other day. Um, that was an advanced course, and um, it started one o'clock, one PM. But everyone knew to not have any plans before seven. Wow! <laughs> it always went on. Always went on. It never stayed at the time of just four hours it's like we're getting warmed up but for new people coming in it's a lot of information it's a lot of um maybe different concepts that they hadn't grasped Mm -hmm. 
um, before. So you're going to spend a bit of time trying to um, picture a lot of the things that we're saying. It's going to be very simple, as in I'm not going to use any fancy or funny words. But the fact is we're asking you to extend yourself beyond um, what you've done just believing. Because I'm not one who's going to say, just believe me, because I said so. I will say, please, go and check it out. Go and research it. Go and find out. Don't take my word as gold or God. I'm already expressing uh, my opinion based on my experiences. There's no one out here that can say a thing is a fact, because a fact is just a firmly held belief. Yeah? Because if someone say this can't do this, this can't do that, and that's a fact, we could propose a situation in their mind which they would say, what, what do you mean? Uh, look, we really are operating at the level of education or medication um, that, we're, oh, that we've been given. Yes. But there's so much to everything that we're dealing with and so much to understand beyond what we've seen. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, this is why it's so important for um, people to know about this course. And Brother Edison, I want to ask you, just do me a summary of week one, the importance of ancestral connection. We've got um, just over just over an hour, so a few minutes on each, each um, week. A few minutes on each one. Yeah. Okay. Um, God, the importance of ancestral. This is always unique in every single course, and it allows everyone to come and, in truth, introduce themselves. Mm. You see, the problem that we have, or what I've learned over the years, is that people carry their own preconceived ideas of what they think spirituality is. More often that they've had experiences where they've seen things, felt things, dreamt things, they've gone through all kinds of things, and they kind of want to know. You know, like, um, how do you say? A woman will test a man before she'll give him her heart. <laughs> I think there's some truth there. I know there is, but I wouldn't have said it if it wasn't the case. We'll test it with different behavioral patterns, with different uh, characters, with different things to see if he has the patience to be able to handle all of what she is before she can come to that conclusion and say, you know, I can trust this one. I can relax and be more of myself with him. Hmm, Sensible approach, consciously or unconsciously, this is the way. Yeah, so this is the same thing. Um, the people will come and they'll want to test me to see if I know what I know and understand what I understand. So they bring all their different ideas, concepts, realities, and everything to that class where everyone then shares different things, different questions, different. Thing because what we realize is um, the way in which people think, I've said it many times, they think in pictures. Mm -hmm. So an opinion or a belief is just a firmly heard view. You know, we say, what are your views? Mm -hmm. What we're really saying is, what pictures are you looking at in your mind? And are they really held, strongly held pictures? 
because if they are strongly held pictures, when I come to try and say something to have you try and look at a different picture in your mind, you're going to be resistant. Because mm. you're going to hold firmly to the views that you have, which you classify as your beliefs. Mm. Yeah? Yeah, yeah? So when you're in a situation like that, you know that people, when they've got these views in their mind, sometimes it's like holding their breath. Mm. <laughs> they've got this view, they're listening to what you're saying, but they're not processing it. Yeah. Because they have a question that they want to ask and they're not going to say anything to you. They're going to wait for you to finish and set up them and hold on to that view in their mind yeah. so that after you finish, then they can say what it is that they had to say. So they didn't process anything. They, they heard said. nothing. Yes, they didn't nothing. hear it. Yeah. And they, they, it's their, what do you say? You hear, but you don't listen. Yeah. Because listening is the process in which they didn't do so be that I know that people are going to come holding their mind, view, breath with many views. So they're going to come and give me all the views, hopefully as many as they can, because one, bit of exercise for me to see where everyone is and know where we can push this thing, because depending on the question will show me how much they've thought and how advanced they've gone within themselves. Yes. Yeah, so you, you so we... So, so we go through that, and then once everyone is exhausted and <laughs> said everything <laughs> they can, which can take an hour, an hour and a half sometimes, uh, then we get into the class and we start dealing with what is an aspect. Because at that time, hopefully, I've gained the trust of everyone mm -hmm. to trust what I'm about to say has some sort of validity. Otherwise, I'm just like any other guy saying any other thing. Why should they believe me if I can't handle or respect their point of views or their experience? Yes, I love that. So that the first hour or two is really explaining all those, um, you know, getting, for them. Getting yeah. all those different things out. Yeah. yeah, so everyone can get out what it is. You know, once upon a time, this happened to them. That happened to them. This happened to them. What does that mean? What does this mean? All the questions you wanted to ask but couldn't ask. All those questions you wanted to ask somebody but couldn't ask somebody. Get them all out. I'll tell them, bring your answers, your questions. <laughs> they might. Yeah. yeah, but we also want everyone to get comfortable mm -hmm. speaking on Zoom, mm -hmm. speaking in the class, because in honesty, I don't want anyone sitting through anything that I'm saying and not come forward or feel awkward to say or ask a question. I don't need shyness. Mm -hmm. I appreciate people might be initially because they don't know everyone, but they're going to hear some outlandish stories that they're soon going to think, you know what, either I belong here or I don't. Yeah? Nine out of ten times they'll work out, yep, I kind of do because I've been having things on my awakening is coming. And right now I need to get in a place where we can expand on that. Hmm. Yeah, so that all happens. It is always organic. The first class is never the same. Always different because you've got different people. 
I'm different from when I did the very first one. So we're all in that position where we understand a lot more and we can bring out a lot more situations and help the people really identify in themselves where certain things happened, certain things went wrong and try and explain where, you know, the, the thing, the biggest misdemeanor that we have is the version of us that created the problem is not the version of us that is trying to solve it. No, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so when you understand that, then you start realizing why there's a discrepancy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and why essentially sometimes you become annoyed at yourself having to deal with yourself because the part of yourself that caused the problem is not responsible. So it's like someone within you coming and burning your house. Yeah, down. and you you're asking you to come and tidy up the mess. Yeah, and you're saying, "Hold wow. on, what's up, that? Yeah, and that's still a part of you. One of your personalities came and done that. Done that, yes. And left you now to build up the house and carry and sit there for all the insults and everything. Mm -hmm. Where the one that did the trouble scarpered, yeah. gone away. <laughs> I mean, you hear people say that all the time. I don't know what came over me. I don't know they were what possessed. happened. Yeah, they, they, they like they were unconscious, and something within them took over. I thought, oh, I'm gonna drive this crazy vehicle and do something. I'm gonna do some damage whilst I'm here. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is such a common thing, and all of us are going through incidences where one of our crazy characters did something, uh -huh. and we have to live it down or well I don't know if that is a term but <laughs> I think people understand the concept mm -hmm. where you just have to live through with the shame of what someone inside you had to do when and done on a certain day yeah I've read um, some people are probably thinking what, what you know who, who what, what's this surely the person who's done whatever they've done out of character is the same person and they should be held responsible who is this person that's just taken them over all right, well, give me an example. <laughs> please, please. No, not of a thing, but of something <laughs> we do. Imagine, yeah, yeah. imagine the people that would meet you. This is a classic scenario. Mm -hmm. Your family, they would know you by your body. Yes? Yes. yes. As soon as you walk in, they know you. Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. The personality that you're going to use at home is going to be one that they will recognize. Uh -huh. You fall into pattern, don't you? Your brothers and sisters, how you were when you were younger, yeah. everyone's got yes. a similar kind of personality, but, you know, it's modified since you're older, but you do even find yourself going back to old ways and old traits, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go to college mm -hmm. and you're amongst those people and you're an absolutely, totally different character. Mm -hmm. And the people that recognize you with that character only know you by your body. <laughs> yeah. So it's another personality altogether. Mm. Then you go to your partner, then you're a totally different character <laughs> altogether. <laughs> and then your person, your, your person, your partner only knows you by your body. By your body. But that's a totally different personality. Yes. So everyone, if you had to swap your per different personalities to deal with different people, mm -hmm. they wouldn't recognize you. They would say, hold on, you look like Imani, but you're not behaving anything like her. Mm -hmm. 
Guess they may. <laughs> yeah, but all the rest would say that and all of them would be identifying you mm-hmm. by your body mm. and the personality that you show them. That they know. We oh, are yeah. a combination mm-hmm. of several different personalities that we use. Yeah. The only, um, the only um, common denominator is our body. Mm. So our body is really like well, one is a center, but it's a bit like a. Let me think. What's a polite word to use? <laughs> it's a bit like the used bike. Everyone has everyone a go. Everyone's having a go. Oh my god! Everyone's having a go. Everyone has a go. Everyone has a go on it, and then drops it off later. You know? Wow! And it, and it's does a the bit deed? Like yeah, it does the deed, and then it's gone. And then it's gone. Everyone oh, <laughs> else is like, no. You're talking about her, the wrong person. Mm. That's not the one that I know. Mm-mm. No, because that's a totally different personality. So mm. these are things that we do look at. Maybe not in the first course, but later on, there's a whole phenomenon with being able to control your personalities. Mm. And mental illness is often a rogue personality. That makes one so much create. sense, yes. That's one you had to create in bad times because when you're being in an abusive situation or scenario, you might need that. Yeah, yeah. You might need to create or allow a rogue, mm-hmm. angry, super sensitive mm-hmm. personality to come forward. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like all things, you don't want them when at, war, when at war, you mm-hmm. need a war personality. When exactly. at peace, you need a quiet one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So when the war comes out, the war one comes out at peace times. Oh, no. Everyone thinks you're crazy. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> not I good. totally agree with every... Oh, I love this. This is why, this is why I love Brother Edison coming on the show, because he really just... He takes these very complicated concept, concepts and he breaks them down so beautifully simple so that you can, you know, really understand where he's coming from with that. And it's amazing. I love it. No. So yeah, so uh, that's one of our things we cover in the later, more advanced courses because the whole aspects of energies, entities, mm. what personality is you, which personality isn't you, which personalities are weaker. You know, when you get with a relationship, mm-hmm. the person shows your personality at the beginning. Yes, a representative. <laughs> Well, you fall in love with that personality. But the problem is mm. that personality only comes out in good times. <laughs> I mean, you can wait every six months to see that personality come out. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the time, you're left with the other personalities mm. that are the ones that have been through trauma and are looking to be repaired. So it's you not say, a good trade-off, is it? <laughs> Not a good trade-off. You end up in a situation where you're hanging around for the person you fell in love with to turn back home. Where is she? she? And what do I need to do to bring her back? And is she going to come out this year or is she going to come out at Christmas? Or do I need to put a drink in her to make her come out? Or do I need to buy her something? Or do I need to buy him something? Or do I need to cook his favourite meal? What do I need to do? To bring out the personality in them that I love. Well, we do all of that. We go into all of those things later on. But initially, um, we'll touch on them because I'm one who, again, 
whatever question you ask me, I've got to answer. Unless I think you can't comprehend, and then I will still do my very best to try and build a platform uh, so that you can build, leave that idea on. Because we could talk about some crazy subjects, but if you've never heard them, you won't be able to um, save that idea and get anything else. It's almost like if I need to put, if I need furniture, mm -hmm. I only need furniture when I've got a house to put them inside. That's right. <laughs> so I need to create the house to hold the idea before I can give you the idea. Mm -hmm. Or the frame, or the framework. framework yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So that's week one. We cover the ancestors connection. Who are you? Where you're from? What your ancestors do? Um, how you choose your life? All that kind of stuff. Uh, what your ancestors had they move with you? We've got quite a few things that we go through on that day. Um, people remember some. People don't remember some because there's a lot of information that goes through on that day. But it's the foundation class and it's the kind of getting to know you class and getting to know me, which we need because we're taking a journey into ourselves, which has to be done with the love one would have dealing with one's ancestors. It's not a strict lecture where I'm like, oh, no. It's one where we're really having a, you know, an informed conversation, trying to get to the nuts and the bolts of how things come together and what they've been um, put together with. Because we tie the bow on every moment is an emotion. And it's how that emotion has been weaved together that determines how we feel about that gift. Yes. So emotions are very much at the heart of, you know, what you're releasing. Yeah, we live from emotion to emotion. I, I, yeah, I, I hear that and I get that. And I don't think people realise they're as emotional as we really are, as these beings, you know, in these emotional beings as well. Because we've got the emotional body, the mental body, the spiritual body, the physical body. Yeah, the being is that, well, how do we say? We're emotional bodies. Mm -hmm. We're not emotional beings. Yeah. That's an interesting one. I say that because the emotion is the byproduct yeah. of your thinking, yeah. of your judgment. So, therefore, the emotions are then dispersed into the body mm -hmm. so that you can in appreciate the reaction of what you've just thought. So, they're almost like your experience enhances. Yeah, you're feeling it move around you. That's right. Yeah. So you either move towards an emotion or move away from an emotion. If you think something's going to upset you, then you're doing everything you can to make sure that situation doesn't manifest. Mm -hmm. If you think something is going to help you, then obviously you're gathering, you're rushing to it and trying to clear out all the obstacles to prevent you from not experiencing that thing. So we're either rushing towards these things or away from these things. Mm -hmm. mm. Brother Edison, we've yes. got to go to week two. 
how okay. how our spirit communicates with us every single day. Yeah, we start to break down the internal mechanics mm-hmm. of the mind and how the mind essentially is a, how do you put it, an image builder machine. Yeah, there's a field of machine because I would say the classic is I say, you do not listen. Everyone says, yes, I listen. I said, no, you basically create with the words that I give you. You're the painter of the images in your imagination. And with every word I say, you're trying to build an image to really move in your mind. That's why you're always asking for a bit more information Mm. when the situation is not clear because the image that you see in your mind has holes in it. It's not straight, it's not solid. You say something is missing. You're not giving enough detail to build this in your mind. Yeah, I need you to tell me a bit more than once I have that. And I said, oh yeah, I've got the image. You've completed the mini movie in your mind. You've run it through, you've had your discussion, and then you say, I've got it. I'm clear now, I understand but you couldn't understand until you build that image in your mind. And you could only do that with the words that the person gave you and how much information they gave you to build that image. So we start to go into those kind of things and start to help you understand that essentially you're the one who's been creating everything you've been experiencing and going through. Because that, yeah. that's a hard thing for people to understand. It's like something happens and it's like, I, I, I wouldn't invite this um, into my life. I wouldn't invite this experience. I wouldn't want this experience. Why am I having this experience? I see there's a funny thing is, we can live with the experience. We can't live with the emotion that we create in judgment of the experience. People are always going to die, but not for everybody do you cry. You cry for the ones that were closest to you and that left the greatest impact in your life. And you're gonna miss their presence because you will not have them in your life to interact with them and that is part of your balancing chemistry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This person plays a pivotal role in putting some balance in your life and you've kind of been unbalanced by them not being there. You've got to do restructuring. um, Exactly. You know, try and change the dynamics because it's it's a big, you know, there's a painting hole, yeah. As people say, what am I going to do without you? Because without you, then they have to come and devise a whole different way of communicating within themselves. So that week we start off with that, but then we start to chip away at the whole um, belief system Mm -hmm. construct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We challenge them. We challenge the validity of them and try to put context to them and say, does it make sense? And why do you believe something which is only tangible 
as an intangible. You know, if a kid told you that, you know, God told him to do it, you would sit there and say, you're crazy. I won't do you anyhow. But then an adult can say, God told him to do it. And you say, thank you, Father. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for your instruction. You understand? Mm -hmm. No, the child is giving you something which essentially doesn't add up. Mm -hmm. The adult is giving you something which doesn't add up, but you've been conditioned to believe him or her just because the words have created and been told to you in a type of spell, mm -hmm. which has shut down your critical thinking, which uh, you're almost scared. And we'll explain why you're scared because there's a physical reaction to the fear of saying things just because the way in which we speak and the way in which we transmit our voice into our body with certain ideas and our body now becomes magnetized um, and becomes fed by certain thoughts we have. So when you bring a counter thought, there's an actual negative reverberation inside us based on that thought being challenged. So certain things that have been done, so we have to really go through each thing, explain it as best way we can, and have people come to terms with the fact that they are much more important, much more valuable, and much more connected than they could have ever imagined. And that's what our aim will be too, to really take you across the line so that you now start to realize that, you know what, I am not this nobody. Mm -hmm. I am something beyond anybody. I've already said I don't want to rush, but I really want to get through the, the questions. <laughs> okay, let's I love the answers. Week three. Yeah, we're doing week three. Tools for week communicating. Week three, we'll go quickly. Tools okay. for communicating with your ancestors. Okay, week three is when we connect you up to your ancestors. We like to do it quite early in the course. So we show you the way in which you can communicate with them. Uh, you can find out which ones are around you. So that from that point onwards, you can start to um, talk to them and keep us honest throughout the course. So that if I'm saying something that they, you think is wrong, check with your ancestors. Check with the people around you. Explain that whole situation. And if it's a case where um, your mind is clear, we can show, we try and get everyone to also speak to them direct. So you can speak to them direct and communicate with them. It's a fairly simple um, method we've devised and found to do where, yeah, you can become almost, well, you're not become, you'll become like a medium. You can speak to your ancestors and what have you within you. So you identify the ones around you, um, then try and communicate with them. And then you'll ask them questions because from that point onwards, you don't need to go and do readings. Because mm -hmm. effectively, you can read and the people that literally are the ones giving the answers to the questions people are asking anyway. Mm -hmm. So, free. And I love that you say this is a human right, not just an imagined gift. It's something that belongs to you. It's your, it's your birthright. Okay. Your birthright. It's not me giving you something where to say, ooh, it's 
No, it's what you're born to do. It's what you've been doing all along. You'll see someone who is intuitive or they say their intuition, which is what we say is your inner tuition. It's just your teaching from within yourself coming out and manifesting in your mind and you've been able to hear it and articulate it um, in which way you can. Um, okay, we're going to go to week four, cleansing the body, how to make how to make a spiritual bath. And, and okay. I love the website; it's just so interactive and um, so clean. You know, everything is so easy to um, read and understand. Lovely. The lady done a fantastic Beautiful job. Website, um, yeah. yeah, but I, again, and that's really everything. It's supposed to be clean mm -hmm. and simple. Yeah, we don't need the frills. Yeah. We don't need the frills because we're trying. The frills are supposed to take place in you. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know we don't need the frills. We want the frills to happen in you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, lovely, lovely website. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'll thank her. And I thank her. Um, yes, week four. Uh, we realize that ultimately we are electrical magnetic beings. Mm -hmm. And as such, we radiate, like the sun, every thought, feeling, imagined concept that we have. It extends beyond our skin because our skins are designed to be porous, mm -hmm. which means they let water in, but they also let energy out. Yeah. out. So we explain the process of cleansing trapped energy mm -hmm. that you have within your system so that you can start to clear that out of your system and then can start to feel a little lighter because you're not mm -hmm. carrying the anger that you have from when you was 10 and you told someone off yeah. or someone told you off. You yeah. can take that feeling from out of your skin and you can start to get a bit of clarity in your own mind mm -hmm. and bring certain situations to you because you're not carrying repellent ideas mm -hmm. in your skin generating a repellent frequency, preventing things that you want in your life to happen for you. And uh, I know as well on your website, people can get products pertaining yes. to that as well. So yes. Yes. get other products as well. Yes. And we teach you how, that's why we teach you how to speak to your ancestors because your ancestors are the ones that choose the products and the things that you need. This is a whole thing where you learn to do your own rituals. Beautiful. And that's on um, ancestralessence.com. You can find yes. the whole, you know, the course and how to get on the course. Um, week five, how to spiritually cleanse your home because, you know, that's your extended body, isn't it? Thank you. Yeah, your skin starts at your auric field. So, but the thing about your auric field is the energy field that surrounds you. Mm -hmm. So you could be absolutely sparkling clean. Yeah, had a good wash. <laughs> Not a piece of dirt on you, cleared off the energy, everything. And then the clothes that you had last week that was holding the vibration of how you felt, you just put that back on. And that energy then comes and starts to reconnect with you and starts to put you back in that bad mood. Or 
tries to even do worse, generate that same event to take place wow. that I can survive wow. in that piece or item of clothing or back on your body. That, I mean, you know, that is a serious thing for people to think about, isn't it? Because yeah. people don't realise that, you know, what you have around you and all the, the energy, it has energy and it carries. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, essentially, this is what happens. And then we kind of explain how the different energies hang around your body. We've already said that, but hanging your clothes, items around your house. Yeah, you say, yeah. um, Sorry, Brother Edison. Yeah. Our clothes, right. our beds and our furniture can be the biggest culprits, you say. That's right. Because those are the things that when you bring your auric field back into the house, your auric field is going to engage with everyone you meet outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can have people who have filthy auric fields. And now your auric field is being contaminated with the virus. <laughs> Literally. And then you bring that same dirty auric field and bring it into your house. No. So we explain how you start to clear your house and start to make sure that what you do every day is make sure that you burn a little something in your house. Um, I'm talking incense. Yeah, yes. so. <laughs> <laughs> so incense, everybody, incense. In incense, yeah, oh you're burning it. <laughs> well, you burn a little incense in your house. So that at least you can um, at least clear off some of the energy that came with you from came in from outside the uninvited guests we call oh, it. Oh, we don't want them. Oh, guests, you don't want them. Mm -hmm. nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we? This is so so brilliant. Oh, goodness. Um, understanding. Week oh, and six week six. Understanding <laughs> spiritual health. Mm. We know about physical health, but yes. That has yeah, the spiritual health. We uh, covered a whole idea of illnesses and viruses and the concept of when someone says an illness is incurable. Mm. What they've effectively said is the entity in the body mm. that is beyond the bacteria, mm. they haven't found a way to kill it. Mm. Yeah, incurable means it's undefeated. And they haven't got any firepower to do so because the thing is spreading so fast. Yeah, so we take you to the science of your body and start to get you to understand that your body is a living um, community mm -hmm. yeah. of different organs with different languages, with different names, yeah. with different sciences and start to explain or introduce the concept of speaking to your organs and also the concepts of how um, various illnesses move around your body and do what they do. So that week we start explaining that your health is more spiritual than it is physical. The physical is the manifestation of the spiritual battles within you. Wow. Say that again, please, Brother Edison. Now, the physical illness is the manifestations of the spiritual battles within you. Wow. 
your body is like a printout of everything that's going on inside you. That's and, right. You know, your spiritual and your emotional, what have you. And whichever, if you don't take charge, you will be conquered. And that's what we call, you know, fatal illness or something. <laughs> no, it's just the entity that has outmaneuvered yeah. the medicines that they have for it. Mm -hmm. But there are ways which we'll kind of explain and go into where you can start to speak in a language within your body that allows you to regain control of the manifestation of certain illnesses within you. And just that alone, just that piece of information alone makes this course worthwhile. Because imagine if you know someone who's ill or you, you yourself are ill, you can learn to fix that and to remove that entity that is um, baffling, you know, the white coat. Exactly. We've had scenarios where we do offer services like that, but that's um, in extreme circumstances where effectively people have various illnesses, which we really know are entities and we find... Oh, it's quite complex, but not really. But you find a name of the entity, you find a way and a language to destroy it. Once you're in the course after a couple of weeks and you're in this, such conversations won't sound crazy. <laughs> sound crazy now. Um, but like we said, we have to build the house before we put in the furniture. But the course is designed to put in, build the house in the foundation, hence the foundation. And then we start to put the furniture in as we go through all the other classes. Wow. Um, you know, this whole conversation is like music to my ears, as one of our dear friends used to say. Yes. <laughs> it's true, it is. Um, well, I'm not saying it is, because again, self-praise is no recommendation. And the one thing oh. we're always focused on in our course is um, humility because it's really focused on good character. But With good character, you always appreciate that everyone is wise in their own way. Mm -hmm. So there's never a need to talk down to anyone in any way. Even if they don't understand what you're saying, I'm sure there's many things they know that you don't. But I think as well, knowing you, um, mm. you know, as I do with the work that you've yeah. done, you always produce something that you know is going to, you know, be worthwhile, useful and effective. And um, everyone I've spoken to who's done the course have um, been very, 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 um, in, you know, incredibly satisfied with the results that they've received. Well, we're grateful, but like all things, um, it's really down to them. And down to them trusting their own ancestors. Because the thing I, the one thing that I'll say we're ever trying to um, give you is your own self confidence. Mm. That's all it's really about. Because without your self confidence, mm -hmm. you're going to be in a state of fear. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a state of fear, you're in a lack of trust. And if you're in a lack of trust for yourself, then you're open to the most darkest thoughts within you mm. that come up and make stupid suggestions to you that are going to put you in a state of depression. Yeah, yeah. so the yeah. more you have confidence 
and trust yourself. When you hear one of these voices trying to say something, you blast them. Blast it out. Blast like, like a fly spray. A fly spray. You blast it out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to send a message to all of their friends. Oh, yes, um, don't mess your with business us, is yeah. not welcome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't bring it. No Otherwise, you're, exactly, your fate will not be a pleasant one. So, yeah. Make an example of. We do. <laughs> and that's one of the things we go on. But they'll tell you we have our private jokes with what we say in regards to that. But yes. Brother yes. Edison. Week seven. I love week seven. We spoke about week seven before. And um, I like some of the things you, you've said in, 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 um, in the past about, you know, when energy, when people come together, you know, they do not, even if they walk away from each other, they leave a lot of things behind. Please, Brother Edison, yeah. can you talk to us about sexual <laughs> virtual health? Was that why you were trying to leave more time for that one? Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> No, well, actually, I, I like week eight as well. So, no, week eight, eight is one of my favorites. Yeah. But week seven is um, it's a necessity mm -hmm. because when it comes to spiritual matters, like we said in the beginning, a lot of people go to look to resolve relationship situations. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, they use <sighs> their sort of misdemeanors through their sexual interactions as part of their reasons and justifications for some of their actions. They'll say that they love someone based on how they're sexually compatible with them, yeah. but not necessarily mentally compatible mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. And they become addicted to the sexual sensation mm -hmm. and use that to build their concept of love for that individual. Wrong thing to do, yeah. Well, yes, in the end, hindsight is the wrong <laughs> thing to do. But at the time, it's like someone said, come on, the euphoric drug. Mm -hmm. You know, all of us have drunk that Kool-Aid, isn't it? <laughs> Not, you know, they said we love some of that. So in honesty, no one is above that. Um, it's part of the process, yeah. It's part of the process of how you pick your partners, but the problem is everyone leaves a little bit behind. And that is the part which is everyone's like, how do we clear ourselves? How do we clear ourselves? <laughs> and um, that is something, again, I pose the problem, but later on we try to, in other courses, um, explain the remedy. Because it's not even within the comprehension, even though I have to express it because in all honesty um, your logic is always based on your experience and understanding and if you don't understand that when you get physically involved with someone you literally how do you say all of them becomes all of you isn't that what you're trying to do you're trying to melt into that person to become one and when you melt into that person to become one what is exchanged? Wow. How much is exchanged of you? And what is exchanged of you? How is that cleaned away by the other person? <laughs> and, and I think, you know, even people listening to this can in some way think, you know, 
Yeah, there, there, there could be something to that because it takes people, you know, okay, they, the decision has been made and the, the two people have gone their separate ways, but the emotions are still there weeks, months, okay. even years later. Let me explain, if I can, quickly that one. Yes, yeah. All right. Now, why I say you live from emotion to emotion mm -hmm. is because every time something happens, for you to even engage it, there has to be a signing off emotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Am I happy? Am I sad? But that emotion has to be rect um, ratified with a sensation. Yes. Now, that sensation, in its own sense, says that in your body, you felt a sensation, yes? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, in every molecule of your body, that emotion was felt, no? So, if every molecule in your body felt that sensation, how do you then dispose or dilute or remove that sensation from every molecule in your body. Oh. Yeah. And it's become that which exactly. you know, become that which well, you know, which you've try you're trying to get away from now. Well again with all this is why you miss the good times. Because you miss the sensations and when you crave food or you crave anything, mm -hmm. you crave the sensation. And then the body becomes an addict oh for God. that sensation. Yeah? Addict for that sensation. And then you craze that sensation, even though you in your mind have decided we don't want it. The body said, I Speak want to it. Yourself. <laughs> wow. That's Listen. why you go through all the emotional cold turkey. And, sobbing and all of that because your body is trying to find a way to release mm -hmm. all those sensation cravings mm -hmm. from the molecules in your body. Wow. Yeah. Edison, wow. And to get that remedy that Mr. Brother Edison talks about, you have to get on the course. If you re if you wanna be if you wanna understand this in the way, you know, that you will have to get on the course because this is this by itself again is so valuable this information uh, uh, look there's so much and we just um literally are scratched that's why i say it's a bit intense because you're in a situation where you just didn't think about it. it's not a crime you just didn't appreciate it it was as deep as you thought and the thing is, when people are saying, I can't let go, and people are saying, get over it, my whole body get over it? Exactly. Or just my mind get over it? Because whatever distraction I try and create to get over it, it's not going to stop my body from craving Craving, yeah. Longing for it. Because I haven't given my body something to distract that. Without you giving away too much, because you can't possibly give the information that is, you know, part of the course on this. So, but what would you say to anybody who's who's tied up in that situation right now? You know, they 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 know that they not they don't need to be in that situation, but their body, all those molecules, are screaming for more. 
of that what what can they what would you say to them before they even get on the course what can they do now before october it's a hard one only because there's different levels of cleanse yeah there's different levels of cleanse there's ways in which a bath could help one of the spiritual baths can help to start to remove the molecules and frequencies out of the system or to remove the craving yeah because people suffer in many different ways when they're craving people in that way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and their body and then this is a that that week we introduce we um introduce the concept of sex energies and this is where it's not even you craving the person. Yeah. It's an entity within oh. your sex that is craving yeah. the person. And this so is where that urge. What is that urge? Yeah. What is that urge? People don't people don't ask, know. they think it's them. What is that? Oh yeah, it's a feeling. It's not you. It's an entity yeah. that literally lives there. And oh. it's trying to connect with people that have that similar type of yes. This is a thing that happens in abuse mm-hmm. because the entity that may be there as a result of abuse, mm-hmm. which is a much more serious subject, mm-hmm. can create a craving for the wrong type of person and can send out a signal to the wrong type of person to approach you. There's so much to this thing. I mean, we're just, Honestly, we're just yeah, with it. And that's just the foundation. If I'm you see your on that subject, it starts to go really nana. The, the thing is, you can't imagine what we're going to say. That's why people that have been on it are silent because they don't know how to start to explain it. <laughs> They know, but they know when someone's looking at them or think they say, okay, yep, 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 yep. What are you carrying? Wow. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, you've got to come to the, you've got to come on the course if you want to go more deeper in these topics that we've, these modules that we've just been discussing, because there's more. There's week eight, escape from mental slavery and programming. Now, that's another powerful one. Brother Edison, yeah. take it away. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite weeks, to yeah. be fair. Because it becomes when you start to realize that the way in which you're controlled Mm -hmm. has been your education. Mm -hmm. And when we say that, it was my education, but I take pride in the exams that I've passed. I take pride in the qualifications that the system has given me. But don't you dare say anything about my qualifications because my sense of love for myself is based on what I've achieved educational-wise. Yeah? It's it's good in one sense, but it's another sense. When you understand that all education is a set of instructions of how you're supposed to create your responses to triggers that people have given you. So someone has uploaded a program that's going to determine how you respond verbally, physically, emotionally, and more important, your actions. Yeah? Your behavior. Because if I can upload the instructions of what you're supposed to do in those situations... I've got you in slavery. 
Big time. Absolutely. And I don't have to put no chains on you because mm -hmm. all I need to say is the trigger word um, and, and you're gone. Yes. You won't even think wow. you just do exactly as I said. And I gave you yeah. exactly. The spell is the spell. We're going to that spells and spellings and different mm -hmm. uh, frequencies generated with certain letters that you have to use different parts of your body to be able to pronounce them. It goes on and on. And all of these things shut you down and put you in a position where you don't even know what you're doing. Before you know, you're acting according to what you've been instructed to do and you have no clue how you got there. So the biggest battle that you're having in your mind, again, is with all the junk program people have uploaded to your mind which are preventing you from being you. Because you're, so this is why we start working at that point and say, come on, see what it is. Call a duck a duck. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. Call it what it is. Don't call it what it's not. it's not. And if it doesn't give you all the details, reject it. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. Wow. If something doesn't add up, don't create a malfunctioning program because it's always going to end up with something bad happening to you. So uh, another way of oh, saying, looking at that, I suspect, is look at your conditions, your circumstances, your experiences. Do you like them? If not, it must be that you're running a program that is causing you to keep creating this reality. 100%. Junk garbage in. Garbage out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Brother Edison, this is another one. Past, week nine, past lives and spiritual debts. People love this as well. The past lives and spiritual debts. Yeah, this is when oh. we start getting into the meaning of life mm -hmm. and why you're here and what oh. you're here uh, how your life has been disorganized apparent mess but you bumped into some special people along the way that you needed to speak to and you needed to be around that your life is really not organized by you but participated by you wow. oh. Robert Edison say that again please your life is not organized by you but participated by you uh, why I say you mm, this is an interesting one because you came with a blueprint for every day and every moment and every day and that blueprint is created by another part of you which essentially creates all the different visual opportunities that you're going to experience in that day so when it is that you think of someone, which came first? When you see the person the next day, are you saying that, hold on, is it because I thought about the person that they appeared or that the person was coming so I thought about them? And you start to realize that there's a lot of coincidences that are not coincidences. And you operate at a much deeper level of comprehension if you let go of trying to use 
the broken bike to ride home. If you're trying to use the logic of the illusion, you're not going that far. Yeah, they had their 21 year program for you. And if you fall out of that, you're a dropout. If you drop out of the 21 year program, you're a dropout. And if you complete it, well, you're a master. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have a degree. Yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so as long as you keep them happy, they're happy in how they actually treat you. And they let you into the club because you've shown that you're ready to give up who you are to be um, part of who they are. You would only let the person who basically follows your ways to play with your machine. So giving, literally giving your power away. Every day. Else's, yeah. Every day. So that week we start to realize how you got in those situations. While you're in those situations, how you start to um, understand the process. It won't be covered until the next course. I think we do the clearing of past lives and that's in the intermediate class, but so much more stuff that has to go through. And even though I'm saying that you say, I want it now, trust me, by the time you go through those eight weeks, there'll be a lot of stuff that you have to go through. So we've covered nine modules. Brother Edison, week 10, mastering the elements within yourself. Well, week 10, which I've sort of not said about, and what we do also do is um, we don't always wait till week 10 before we start doing the elements. These are meditations. Oh, lovely. Where after these meditations, where you master the elements, you go into a space within yourself. You separate yourself from the current illusion that you're in right now. And you go into a dimension that you've created within yourself to have an experience generated by yourself. It's the first time that you get to that point where you start to realize, am I creating this reality or is this reality created me? Because that was the trick to get everyone to believe that reality created them. Mm. It's the other way around. So that's the case. You start to realize through those meditations, you link with the four elements. And the four elements are the building blocks of this reality. And the better relationship you have with those elements, the better relationships you have with those elements inside your body. Because those elements are not just the metals and the minerals and all these different stones and gases and things that you have with them. But the air, fire, water. And you start to understand that what you've been seeing as regards to those things are the manifestation. They're the children of the intelligences that created those things. Because water had to be created by an intelligence that could melt gases at a temperature that they became another alternative solid object. Wow. They alchemized. It was al al alchemy. Alchemy. So alchemy was done. Wow. Uh -huh. 
know. That's where he starts to get into that. And the last week we start off with that, but then we end off with the whole um, speaking your own language. Yes, I was about language to ask you. Yeah. The original language. Your original language from your place mm -hmm. or planet. Mm -hmm. Well, soul language, but more importantly, uh, we were born here, mm -hmm. which means our consciousness was not created here. So our consciousness was created in another dimension and transferred here. So whatever language we spoke, where we came from, that is the language that we get you to now speak again. Everyone has their own unique one mm -hmm. because it's their language that maintains their molecular balance, which allows their body to physically appear. Wow. So we get you to speak that language. That's week 10. So that, that's kind of one of the prerequisites before you go into the intermediate classes because... In the intermediate classes, you start to uh, make your own oils, much more stronger, more powerful baths, uh, speak with your ancestors on a much deeper level. We do a class on death. We do a class on narcissism and all that kind of stuff and show you the entities behind that. We do a load of these different things. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, absolutely wonderful course. And, I, you know, just even just listening to the summary of each module, it's transformative, let alone actually being in the classes, in the class yeah. with you over well, the few weeks. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's not what anyone's going to expect. There's no, no way I saw that coming because we're coming from a do totally different part mm -hmm. of the mind. We're not coming from books. They can say, oh, wait, what can I read to prepare for this? And I kind of look and say, I'm sorry, I haven't wrote the book yet. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is. I can't tell you <laughs> what it is because I haven't wrote the book yet. So I can't even give it away to prepare for it yet. That's a, that's a question. Are you going to be writing a book pertaining to yes, these ideas? We want to we get to the point where essentially um, we generate the time. So the time and the space to write the books that we need to write because there's so many different um, so many different genres we want to go into. But as you know, we do the whole relationship thing. Uh, we're also going to start a counselling service as well uh, because people come for readings, which are great, but they really pay for counselling. Yeah. And a reading just helps them clarify certain points. But we want to start a counselling situation because sometimes uh, people have issues that the psychiatrist just uh, can't understand. If you're seeing things and hearing things and going for all of that, yeah, you kind of go to a psychiatrist and, you know, they've got a, a nice jacket for you and a nice one. Not, not, not the best place to go to. Yeah. No, your medication is waiting. So we're trying to um, help people in that way when they're in those situations where they come there and just nobody seems to understand what they're going through. Yeah. 
we liaise with their ancestors, and if their ancestors say we can help, then we do whatever we can to help. If their ancestors say we can't help, we're not running with ego and say, oh, yeah, we could do it. Mm-hmm. There, we'll have the consultation, their ancestors will give us the okay or non-okay, and we just carry on from there. So we're going to introduce that soon. We're just going to be putting it up on the website as soon as we can, uh, the counselling course, so that people in those situations can come to us and do our best to help. No one we can fix everything. We're not their creators, but we'll help them see at where their creation could have gone a bit wrong and hopefully give them the encouragement to try to fight that's it. You know, and that's fantastic because you're 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 going you're allowing people to get you know deal with it rather than they go to a psychiatrist and they're just kind of you know drugged for the rest of their lives or what have you. And you're going to work with the ancestors to heal those issues. Well, as we said, your mental health is based on how well you can handle your own spirit. And if you're having a bad time with your spirit, which people got confused, there's one thing having a bad time with your spirit and having a bad time with your story. Sometimes spirit cannot fix your story because you've gone such on the wild side or tried to create some outlandish um, distraction from pains that you picked up in the past that your spirit just can't cope. Yeah, it's trying to create, but it can't create an image enough, strong enough to give you the confidence to be able to fight the feelings that you're having inside of you. Wow. Um, Professor Edison, I'm really mindful of time. We've got four minutes left, and I'm going to leave it with you to really just bring home to people about the course and you know just leave you know you're very inspirational empowerment empowering and motivating just um can you talk into people's spirit to just um let them know you know that that they're the greatness within them well and and your details how can people come to you (laughs) and get the course thank god it's nice and straightforward now um yeah i'll always say look we're always looking to empower people if it not be on our page um, we're looking to put up a load of videos now in preparation for this course. Um, people will know in themselves in themselves if they're ready. I will understand because people have all these financial and everything considerations. So it is an investment. Um, but this is the mad thing about life. No matter how much you pour into the system, this system is just going to ask for more. Mm-hmm and not necessarily prepare you other than, what do we say? The only thing stress that money saves you from is the stress of needing money. (laughs) Because you can't eat the thing. It just saves you from the stress of needing it. So uh, in that respect, we understand if people can't make it, with us to encourage you to be able to do what you can. And we're quite, um, how do you say, um, we will work with people because we want them to get on the course or get onto some sort of change within themselves. If we can help, and that's our job. As far as the empowerment is concerned, 
everyone has to remember that they are shrinking themselves to fit into this world mm -hmm. your body is your body is finite your being is infinite yeah you're an immortal you cannot die the thing that we're suffering from is the sadness of our story so essentially we can change any day any moment yes it'd be nice to have more and everything but having more is only good if you're satisfied and the satisfied will come from you being your authentic self more time than not so we would love to see you come to the course um, all you need to do go to ancestralessence.com on the page it gives you the options of go finding out about the course all the different things we do we have different payment options um, if you want to call me my contact number is there and we can speak about the different other courses that we have recorded um, so that we can do a different kind of um, deal or exchange where essentially I know people from places around the world that don't have that kind of dollars or what have you. I can speak to them and we can still do arrangements as well because we don't want to marginalize half of the world or whatever yeah. so we understand where you come from and try and do our best to accommodate you wherever you are because we're not like that it's the ancestors that are driving us and they just want us to do more things um, for people because at the end of the day, um, how do you say, we're all one big family. Um, so we have to remember that if I look after you today, you may be the one that will save one of my children tomorrow. Yeah, nothing is lost in this dimension and that's part of one of the big lessons that we have where you realize you can pay it forward with your behavior that's why your character is of the utmost important because you're more likely to leave, leave goodwill than badwill so yes contact us go to the site ancestralessence.com it's fairly all our details are there you can contact me um, I'll get to you as quick as I can if I'm not available at that minute and we'll have a conversation and we'll get to that point where we try and see how we can help you or help us because again I'm always very much in the class explaining to everyone that I don't know everything and I would be a crazy man to say so and if I don't know I'll be quick to tell you I don't know but we do know a few things quite a few things. <laughs> so we'll do our best in, help in whatever way we can so no with that I'm grateful for anyone who's listened to this recording or listened to this show live live uh, or live, live. Yeah. I'm live I'm live okay <laughs> Life or wherever. All right. So, anyone who's listened to this show, I'm very grateful for your time and for your patience as we've tried to explain the different things that we are going to cover mm. on the course. We've done it quite a few times now. This will not be our first rodeo when it comes to this. So, again, and every time is better because I know better, I know more, and I've learned from the time before. So, thank you for the opportunity, Imani. Brother it Edison. was great as Thank always. And, um, we'll do another one before the end. Yes. We'll do a video one. We'll do a video and, uh, at the end of the month. You'll sometime. pick your subject. <laughs>